Welcome back to the Multi-Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters, and I'm back again with another episode. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are new to the podcast, uh, please, you know, follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you can, so you can get updates on when new episodes come out. And leave me a review, please, on any platform that you are listening on. You know, I, I don't know what I'm going to label this or title this episode, but I do know what I want to talk about. And, uh, you know, uh, well, if you're listening to this, there is a title to the episode, but I'm recording it first. Haven't came up with a title yet. But in this episode, I want to talk about uh, something I've been working on in the background that I have not been able, um, that I have not talked about yet. And I may have alluded to it. <clears throat> Maybe a few episodes ago or a, 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 a little while ago, but I, I did not go deep into it. If I did mention it, that was probably the most that has happened. Just, you know, something very vague and saying I would probably talk about it at a different time. Well, now is that different time. And, <clears throat> and, um, it is something very very uh it's very exciting you know very exciting um for myself and and I'm I'm very uh I'm very happy you know very happy with the results of what's going on but anyways so let me stop talking vaguely and get to the details of this but first let me crack open crack open the coke zero real quick you know <clears throat> I like my Coke Zero damn near frozen. So every time I drink it, it's coming out of the freezer. And I, I try to catch it right before it freezes. Uh, that's the best time to drink anything. I drink all my drinks like that. Well, I try to at least. I try to drink them very, 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 very cold. Any drink that I have. But anyways... You know, I wanted to throw something out here too. <clears throat> throw something out there. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, I started drinking this when I stopped smoking. Um, I think that's now what five months ago now. Um, I think I stopped maybe what was it November? I don't remember. I did a, I did an episode about it, but uh, November of last year, twenty twenty one or October, I forgot. Maybe December. I don't remember. I don't remember exact month I started um but I could find out I had a I had a uh I was seeing a sleep doctor that particular month so if I go back and um find out when that appointment was I'll, I'll remember what month that was or if I could just go back into, into the podcast I'll be able to find what month that was but anyways you know um now I, I, when I stopped smoking, I did start drinking this to kind of help with my cravings or I thought would help my, help, uh, I thought would help with my cravings. And, um, another thing that I, that I did was I chewed gum. Um, I didn't do that frequently because, um, it, 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 it was, it was okay. It worked, but 
it it I I didn't do it as frequent, you know, but it did work. But one thing that, that I wish I did, um, because the thing is like it's the crunch, you know. I I like the, the the crunch when I crunch on something that really helps with the the cravings, um, at least the cravings that that I experienced in the back of my in, in my jaws. Um, so I was eating hot fries, right? Hot fries was my favorite chips as a kid. Uh, fun fact, and uh, maybe I will. Uh, provide a P.O. box, and if anybody wants to send me hot fries, I will gladly welcome them. But anyways, um, um, but I I wish I I inst- instead of doing that, which was you know obviously unhealthy, but you know I was fine with it because anything to stop smoking was okay with me. But um, <clears throat> there's these uh these pretzel sticks that. Trader Joe's sells, and I give them to my kids, and I I, I eat them too occasionally, and they're they're, they're just they're they're delicious. They're like honey, honey flavored uh, pretzel sticks, and it has and this I I didn't realize this till after the fact after I got over the smoking. It had the perfect crunch. It had that perfect crunch that I that I, that would have been very helpful for my smoking or for my cravings rather, um, and it was a, a definitely a, a healthier alternative than crunching on hot fries anyways all right so um what i am referring to um earlier is is an exclusive okay so i have um See in the Amazon world, in the whole in the Amazon wholesale world, where I where I come from, um, from a from a business standpoint, I guess you could say, um, there's this concept that I've heard from uh, other Amazon wholesalers, or you know, yeah, Amazon wholesalers, called exclusives, right? So an exclusive, some of you may probably already know, but just in case anyone does not. So basically, the concept of exclusive, or uh, not just the concept, but in practice as well, is um, you know having the right, or you know being in contract with the, with the with a uh, supplier, to have the right to be the only seller, or a. Um, uh, or or it, it could be a group of sellers, you know, who have the right to sell a particular product or all of the products from the supplier, whatever you agree on. But the point is, selling a particular product, and even more specifically, selling a particular product on a particular platform. Right. So you can have the right to, have to, to to be the only person to sell the product. Right. So if you're um, uh, so, if, you know, if you're, you know, you. Right. And you want to do business with this company, but you don't want any, you know, competition from um, other wholesale buyers. Right. You would go to that company and say, hey, you know. Um, I know you sell this product on Amazon or wherever, right? 
but I come from the Amazon world, so let's talk about Amazon for a second. I know you sell this product on Amazon. Uh, how is that working out for you, right? So there's all these different types of different issues that suppliers have when they're when they're um, wholesaling their product to a lot of Amazon sellers. So it comes with a lot of issues, right? One of the issues is just um, the Amazon sellers basically undercutting each other to try to get a sale, and it it de it devalues the product. When the price keeps going down and get down and down, it devalues the product from a perception um, perspective from a customer. But anyways, so you, you come and say, hey, I know you sell this product on Amazon. Um, I know you're dealing with all these issues, X, Y, and Z. And I want to come in. I want to be, um, allow me to be the only seller. So instead of, instead of selling this product to all of these Amazon sellers, and then they sell them on Amazon, um, just sell to me. You know, you have one person you have to deal with. You only have to ship to one address, you know, so your cost of shipping goes down. Your workload goes down because you're not uh, constantly fulfilling orders all during the month or, you know, sporadically, right? We can have a consistent basis where I buy inventory from you. And I'll, I'll, I'll take those, those problems off your hand. So, um, in many scenarios that does help the supplier, right? Or help the wholesaler. And then what it does for you, the retailer is it allows you to, um, consistently sell a product at one price. Right. So you're not being um, you're not being you're not competing with other Amazon sellers and you're not being undercut and you're not being worried about any of that. You just sell it for the same product. You know what your profit is on each item and you know how many you sell it uh, in a day, in a week, in a month. So it's very consistent. Right. No competition, you know, and you're just very consistent. You know, your sales are very consistent. Your profits are very consistent. That is an ideal situation for a wholesaler or a, you know, um, okay, let me back up a little bit because some of these words can be somewhat interchangeable. So let me define what I'm talking about. Okay. So I'm going to refer to a wholesaler as you. Okay. Now, in reality, the wholesaler is the person, is the company selling you the inventory. But the lingo, um, you know, at, at least in the Amazon world, it's been kind of flipped, you know. Um, it's been acceptable to call yourself a wholesaler. You know, if you, if you buy wholesale and you sell retail, a lot of those people call themselves wholesalers sometimes or, or doing wholesale. So I'm going to refer to you as you, the person selling online, as the wholesaler. And the person supplying you the inventory, who you're buying the inventory from, as the, I'm going to just call them a supplier. Okay, just a supplier. Okay, you're the wholesaler and the company you're buying from is a supplier. So let's just use that in that format during this conversation so that we're not getting confused. Um, okay, so... Um, that is a ideal situation for a wholesaler. So for you, right, is where you 
have consistent profits, you're not competing, so on and so forth. Now, to get a contract like that, you have to be, um, you know, you, you, you have to find the right company at the right time, right? So there's a lot of things that have to align, right? So you first have to have a, a, a product on Amazon, for example, Amazon, a product on Amazon that already has sales history. This is an ideal situation. That already has sales history. That already has consistent sales, right? Lots of reviews, um, you know, good sales rank, um, so on and so forth. And then you also have to have the uh, you 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 have to be able to convince that company that you're the person that they should be selling to, that they should put all of their trust into, right? See what they're doing. See, a lot of companies don't see it as a deficit to have multiple Amazon sellers. They see it as a positive. And I didn't understand this at first. But the reason why they see it as a positive is is, is, is pretty simple. They're just diversifying their income, right? They're diversifying their income. And it doesn't quite matter what the perce- uh, what the perception of the end customer is in terms of the value of their product. It doesn't matter to them. So let me give you an example. I buy inventory from uh, 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 seasonal suppliers, right? They don't like you're not gonna contact them and say, "Hey, you know, let me be your only, uh, uh, let me be the only one buying the inventory from you." That they're gonna they're gonna laugh at you, right? There's no benefit for them to do that. It doesn't matter what their products, their seasonal products are. Because they're seasonal. I mean, it goes in and out of people's minds, right? The, 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 the cost. Because people are very irrational during holidays, right? They spend more money than they would if it was not a holiday. They don't remember. They don't, they're not price conscious. So the, 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 the price or the, yeah, the price value of the product does not matter to the supplier. So that's not a selling point for you to try to convince them that you should be the only one selling their products, right? So that's an example of where it uh, it doesn't matter or um, a supplier doesn't see the benefit of having an exclusive agreement or an exclusive relationship with you. It doesn't matter. But there's some companies... Um, which I've came, which I've come across, but I haven't, I haven't, uh, won over, I haven't, you know, convinced them of any contracts. See, when I was an Amazon, Amazon seller, I tried this tactic and, um, it didn't work for me or I didn't, I didn't have any success, but I'm not going to sit here and say, I talked to hundreds and hundreds of suppliers and, you know, they all told me, no, no, it was just when I, when I saw an opportunity that I thought was an opportunity, I would reach out and, you know, and propose, basically. I propose the idea. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so there's other companies who, um, you know, who I've talked with and they understand their pro- the problems that I discussed with you that, that these suppliers have with, you know, Amazon sellers. And they went with the company or they went with a, you know, a, a, another business that, you know, how they just had bigger pot. They had bigger, a bigger pocketbook than me. Right. At the end of the day, you got to be able to, you know, put your money where your mouth is and be able to buy their inventory because they're not going to put all their trust in you if they're not sure. Or if you're just small fish. Right. You got to, you know, make sure you're that you're the, you're you know, you got some 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 money unless it's a very small company with one product. But even then, 
you, you know, it's hit or miss. You, you just have to get out there and, and, uh, and talk to a lot of companies. You know, you may get one, you may not get one, but the ones you may get may not be, it may not have other characteristics. Like it might not have, they may not have products online yet, right? You can get an exclusive with a supplier that does not have any products online yet, right? So that's when you have to, you have to have more expertise on how to sell on Amazon or how to sell on Etsy if it's an Etsy product or how to sell on eBay. You have to have that level of knowledge and confidence, right, in the product to be able to move forward like that. But the ideal situation is already, uh, you know, having these stars aligned, having a product that already sells online on Amazon, we're talking about, has a lot of sales history, good sales rank, a company that's ready to transition or the a company that's, and that's experiencing problems um, with with uh, a, a supplier that's experiencing problems with selling selling their inventory to a lot of wholesale um, to a lot of wholesalers or Amazon wholesalers and and also they're ready to you know make the transition from having multiple wholesalers buying their inventory to just one person or one company buying their inventory and you have to be able to convince them that you're the guy or gal to be able to do that, right? So the stars have to align that way. And um, that's a conversation that's had a lot in the Amazon world. You know, wholesale, Amazon wholesale. But, but, it's very difficult to do. And in my opinion, it is a waste of time. It is a waste of time for most of us. It's a waste of time. Um, it's a waste of time for most of us. Now, it's good to be aware of. So when, like I said, I've done it when I thought opportunities came up and I would I would have these conversations with these suppliers. That's good to do, you know. At least be aware of it and be 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 able to have a conversation with a supplier if a potential opportunity arises. Beyond that, I don't think it's worth it to try to sit down and, 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 you know, try to try to get these exclusives right off the bat, uh, you know, cold calling companies, suppliers, rather cold calling, trying to, trying to get an exclusive, unless you're actually a really big company, you know, um, there's a lot of big companies out there that have a team, right? They're contacting companies. Because they, they already have a footprint, a digital footprint, right? They're already a big seller. Um, wait, I, I, none, none of the big sellers are coming to my to my mind right now, but there's a lot of them. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of them, right? But they already have a digital footprint. You know, these people are known. But for the little guys who are just coming up, such as myself, who are just, just coming up, even me now, I'm I'm still a small fish. You know, I I don't you know, it's not gonna happen for me, and it's cool. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not worried about that because I figure out how to come in through different avenues to get the same thing, right? So I come in in different avenues to get the same thing. So I may not, or you may not, be able to cold call a company and say, hey. I would like to be, I would like to have an exclusive agreement to be able to sell your products 
We may not be able to do that, but there is a way to get it done. It just takes patience. It takes patience. It takes patience and it takes building the relationship, right? So let's, let's talk about my situation. Okay. And, um, I now have an exclusive, but it's not what you may think. It's not what I, it's not what I described. It's a variation of what I just described, but it started with the relationship, right? So I have a supplier who I've been dealing with since 2018, you know, 2018. Okay, so I've been dealing with them since 2018, and they know me. They know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they know they, they, they know who I am. I'm not the the biggest buyer of their products, right? Not the biggest buyer. You know, there's 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 a few. You know, there's a few big buyers. You know, I would say I'm one of the biggest buyers. But I'm not the biggest. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? I take that back. I could be 100% wrong. Because their company is international. I don't know who's... I don't know who in other countries are buyers. But I know in the States, um, um, you know, they know who me, they know who I am. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've, I've talked with the owner. And, um, and, and through the pandemic, there was some real... Um, some real conversations that were being had um, between myself and, you know, owner, you know? Um, so there, there was some bonding during that time period. Uh, that, that now was two years after the fact, right? After I first started uh, my relationship with them. And over time, you know, I keep, I, I've been spending more and more money with them as the years went on. More and more money. It's like just spending money, spending money, spending money. Now, some I, I've heard someone um, in my Amazon days, I heard someone say, hey, you know, to build a relationship with these suppliers, sometimes you have to, you know, put money. Now, they were, they were putting money uh, up with these suppliers, you know, buying their inventory, but they weren't really making money on selling their inventory. But the purpose of doing that was kind of getting into the relationship I thought it was smart, but I don't have money like that. I don't have money, to, or especially back then, I, I didn't have money to be like wasting like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got money to kind of like do that with, that's a good strategy. I, I, I agree with that. But if you like how, how I was coming, how, how I came into the game, I came in the game with, 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 with little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, and whatever I did have, it wasn't mine. So I was pretty much, I came in the game negative, you know, negative my money, right? So, um, anyways, my intention was not to have an exclusive. That wasn't my intention. I'm specifically talking about building the relationship. Now, um, I'm, I'm a consistent buyer for the last, what, four years. I've been a consistent buyer, 
Now, early in, early on, I obviously wasn't spending a lot of money. I was just doing what I could. But as I became more secure in what I was doing and in the niche these products, products were in and how I was becoming more confident and more competent um, in the niche and understanding things, I was able to sell more of their products. Um, and... As a result, if I'm selling more of their products, I'm buying more. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. You just, you, you just you, you, for the most part, you know, sure, having a conversation here and there. I mean, you don't, you don't want to be all in their faces or all in their emails for no apparent reason, right? But the main thing is, are you putting your money down? That's, that's what it is. Are you putting your money down? Um, <clears throat> so, so... <clears throat> So here, here's what I did, right? So one of one of the one of the things that I did was, um, see, I, 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 um, I had one of the I had I had one of their products last year. Let's let's rewind it last year, to uh, 2021. So had one of their products and um i started uh i was very i was i was dragging my ass i remember i, remember I was dragging my ass with one of the products um with the product that i'm referring to and before i put it on before before i put it up for sale online right <clears throat> I, remember, I remember dragging but not necessarily dragging but it just took me a it took me a second you know, for whatever reason. Um, but then, when I, uh, uh, you know, it took me it took me a while to 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 put it on Etsy. Now, um, I recommend going back and listening to the Etsy episode. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Episode fifty-five is the episode is the Etsy episode. I recommend you know taking a listen to that. Um, if you're not familiar with uh, what I'm talking about, or if you're not familiar with selling on Etsy, but anyways, um, so I did that, and I noticed I was getting some traction really quick. You know, I had like I remember I had like uh, um. What was it? I had maybe like, I don't know, maybe two or three. Maybe like, I don't know. I think I had like about five. I actually don't, I actually don't remember it that well. But I had a few quantities. And I would say less than five. But I noticed the sales came in very quickly. Now, I was already, uh, this is last year. I was already um, um, uh, how long have I, have I been at Etsy? I think this is my second full year. Or this is my Last year was my first full year. Yeah, last year was my first full year on Etsy. And 2020 is when I when I got on Etsy, I believe. But anyways, um, <clears throat> speaking of Etsy, just got some uh, some reviews and some messages. Okay, anyways, um, yeah. So uh, 
so I noticed there was something, you know, it was pretty fast myself, you know, and I, and I was already quite a bit established on Etsy already. So, you know, um, anyways, but so I had to, you know, had to do a reorder. Had to do a reorder. And the same thing happened on the reorder. See how I do my, um, every, everything with me is a test. I never, you know, I, I, you know, I learned from my Amazon days, you know, you don't want to buy a whole bunch of inventory at one time. Me personally, I try to buy as little as I, as I possibly can. And I monitor that shit like a hawk, right? And then I determine if I need to buy a little more. So it, it may take me like four or five months to have a nice quantity size of something that sells well, right? Because I'm, I'm never really trusting, um... I'm never really trusting the first, you know, uh, you know, 20 sales or the first 50 sales or even the first 100 sales or whatever. I'm never really fully trusting that because it, it could be like maybe an algorithm or maybe something that, you know, some, 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 something happened to where I'm getting these sales that's not related to um, the actual product per se, you know. Um, like for example, like some products on Amazon, like some products are Amazon products, you know what I'm saying? And, and how I learned that was I, I used to think like, oh, wow, this sells really good on Amazon. Let me take it on Amazon. Let me put it on eBay and there's crickets on eBay, right? So some products sell because Amazon is marketing it a certain way, you know, through their algorithm. So, uh, so I'm, t I tiptoe in, in terms of quantities, so it took quite a bit of while for me to have like a decent size, right? But eventually the product took off. It just took off. Like I'm selling, you know, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve a day. You know? Um, and you know, I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know? And I uh, you know, place some larger orders, same thing happens. Place larger order. Same thing happens, but it took me about almost, you know, probably about six to eight months to really get to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty consistent, you know, like I'm selling about 200, 300 a day, not, not a day, about 300 a month, 200 a month, okay, this is cool, this is cool, and reviews start coming in, the reviews are positive, so it's not just an algorithm thing per se, right, it's actually something people like, people actually like this thing. And they're they're buying it. They're taking pictures with it, and, and and posting reviews, and asking me questions about it. And you know, they're 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 buying. They're buying. They're buying. They're buying for their friends. They're buying for their family. Buying, 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 buying. Okay. So I'm like, okay, here here we are. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. You know. So I'm doing like these very large orders, and I'm selling them through Etsy. And um, I started selling it. For about um, my cost is almost twenty almost twenty dollars per 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 item, and um, and I'm selling it for I I remember first I was selling it for about forty seven dollars, um, then I started playing with the price a little bit during Q four I was moving from forty eight forty nine fifty, and then at the height of Q four I was able to sell it for sixty dollars. And I, every time I changed it, the, the, the sales didn't stop. So I'm like, oh, shit, what is this, right? 
So the sales are coming in, reviews are coming in, blah, 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 blah. And, and um, so I'm like, okay, I got a winner. Okay, I got a winner. I got something. But that took like eight, nine months for me to figure, like, to really believe that. I've been burnt before. Y'all, y'all know. If you listen to the podcast, I've been burnt before, you know. But anyways. Okay. So, after Q4, you know, I dropped my price a little bit from $60 down. Um, um, you know, yeah, dropped my price. I play with the price for, I play with the price just for a little bit. But uh, I think like mid, mid January, I, you know, bumped it up a little bit. You know, I, I think I went back to 47 or 48 at the beginning of January. And I was like, you know what, let me just keep it a little, a little higher. And, and that worked. So, excuse me, bourbon from the, from the soda. Okay, so, um, for quite some time at this point, we're talking about January, I don't know, maybe, maybe early February. At that point, end of January, early February of this year, um, quite a few people have asked for a complimentary product okay so um this is a uh, 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 they asked for something that goes with goes with this product what do you, they, you know, i'm getting these messages what do you have do you have x y and z to compliment do you have x y z to compliment i'm like no 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 i don't i don't i don't i don't and i was dragging my feet i was dragging my feet because i was like hmm I was, you know, I'm, I'm doing other shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm you know, I, I mean, it, 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 it takes, it, it's, um, my, my attention, my attention is in other places. I'll put it that way. Um, not off of my business, but, you know, building my business, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, just my attention was on other things, you know, creating listings and, and, you know, making sure I'm able to purchase inventory for my other products and all this other stuff, you know? Um, but I finally said, you know what, let me, let me, let me go back to the supplier real quick. Let me see if they gotta, see if they can make me, see if they can, they can make me a, this complimentary product. Contact them, say, hey, you know, um, um, can you guys make this? And if you can, can I have an exclusive agreement to sell, be the only person to sell this thing, right? So, uh, this is through email, you know, and they're like, um, yeah, we can make it, you know, we can make it. And, uh, but he, did, but, but they, but they didn't address the exclusive part, you know, they just go, yeah, we can make it, you know, um, give me, give me about seven days, you know, and then we'll have, um, you know, uh, you know, you know, talk with our designer and our designer will put it together for you. You know, so bam, I do that. You know, the designer gets gets the uh, product ready for me in about seven days, exactly. And I'm like, okay, and then they let me know, like, okay, here's what it would look like. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, that that is great. It looks it looks good. So, what's up with that? So with that exclusive though. So at this point in in the in the conversation in the email, I'm I'm like, okay, well maybe they didn't. 
they didn't respond to me last time. So I'm like, okay, let me let me lay out some math, you know, some math that I thought would do would do some convincing, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I can sell, you know what I'm saying? I'm already currently selling this amount of the main product. So I believe a third of those buyers will, will buy the bundle, the complimentary product and the main product together. I think a third of a third. I, and I, I really did believe that. I, I was like, okay, at this rate, I think, a, I think, I think at least a third, you know, because a lot of, a lot of people were asking about this. So I lay out some math. I'm like, hey, you know, I lay out some, um, you know, what's what's in it for me scenarios. Talk, talking about them, what's in it for me pertaining to them. So I lay out all the different uh, um, positive positives of the exclusive that I would have. I say, hey, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, shipping to different um, wholesalers. Um, what, what did I say? I said, um, I said, I, I, you know, I'll, I will be, you know, a consistent buyer. I mean, you know, of this, of this complimentary product, I'll be a consistent buyer. I'll buy large quantities and you only have to worry about shipping it to me. So it's less work for you guys. Something like that. I think that was my, my, my points. And, you know, the message back after that was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like I had like this freaking paragraph written with all this, you know, math and all this kind of stuff and diagrams and shit. And they just messaged me back like, okay, all right, cool. You know, basically in the, in, in a short sentence. Yes. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. All right. And then a couple of days later, they come back to me like, okay, well, you know, I need you to buy, they, I need you to buy the whole, uh, um, the whole amount, the, the entire amount they get ready to produce for me or they were getting ready to produce. So to go into production, I had to, um, they had to, you know, make 600 basically, um, for it to make sense for them, I guess they had to, you know, do 600 quantity. So, so they asked me, okay, well, can you buy the whole 600? I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm only, I'm like, Hey, you know, um, cause I told him I'd probably be able to, you know, sell about a hundred a month. And and that was conservative. I I I, just, I really wanted to like, I didn't want to over like try to oversell what I think I could do. As I said, I I think I I believe personally, at the minimum I'd be able to sell is about a hundred a month. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um. And they and then they come back to me like, hey, buy this whole six hundred. I'm like, oh shit. And 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 the total price of that six hundred was uh, eighty four hundred dollars. So I'm like. Um, yeah, you know, I play it off like, yeah, you know, this is all through email, you know, I know I'm having like a conversational voice, but this is through email. Um, so yeah, you know, we give the, because we're giving the exclusive, you know, can you, you know, just buy the whole production, you know, 600. I'm like, okay. So yeah, let's do it. You know? Um, so I, I didn't, you know, I had the, I was very confident in, in what I was doing. Um, I, I've had situations where I wasn't confident in, in what I was buying, but this one, I, I, it was pretty safe. Um, so I had to, uh, so, you know, I had to put some money on my personal credit card. Cause all my, 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 uh, my other credit was, was used up for other reasons, you know? 
Um, but yeah, put on personal credit card, you know, almost nine grand. Um, I'm like, okay, you know, you know, this is, this is cool. This is good. This is good. You know, it's all good. I'm not really, you know, I'm not concerned, um, at all, you know, at, at all. See, at, the, at this point, you know, I, I understand my niche. I understand where I'm at. It's easier to spend money now for me than, than it was years ago. Like years ago, it was like, you know, it's a huge, it, there was some fear, right? Some, some real fear, like I don't know if this money is going to come back. Like when I was an Amazon seller, you know, even when I was like doing my best to try to have a situation where I would make money, like it's still scary. Like, I don't know if this money is going to come back. And some cases were really, really scary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, damn, I got away. <laughs> you know, I got lucky that I got this money back. But anyways, uh, it's neither here nor there right now, but. Uh, which you know, which 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 is why I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I wanted to get away from that situation of not knowing, um, not knowing if I'm gonna you know, not being scared basically, <laughs> being scared every time I spend some money on some inventory. But anyway, so so this is, I you know I'm it's a no brainer at this point. So. I'm like, all right, let's drop it, okay? Now, it's way more than what I expected to spend, you know, but, you know, cool. You know, I get it. I, I get it. You know, let's let's uh, let's play ball. Let's play ball, you know? Let's play ball. So, I got the exclusive and, uh, uh, you know, paid for the product. The product, and, and they're very fast, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, two weeks. They had all the product ready, shipped it out to me. I had it within, like, uh, maybe three weeks. Um, got it up for sale. Sales were were a bit trickling in a little bit. Once I, you know, I took the pictures and the photos and the video and all that kind of stuff, and um, and and, and, and you know, redid the listing to have a bundle option for them to purchase a bundle, and uh, for you know, customers to purchase the bundle, and you know, I got a, I was playing with the price, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what's a good price, you know, what I'm saying, um. And, um, and, you know, sales were a bit slow at the beginning, you know, I would say, when, when was this? I think this was maybe March, maybe the end of March, maybe mid-March when I first got it up, listed the bundle. Um, and, uh, and then I was playing with the, playing with the price. Then I landed on a price. Okay. Then I landed on the price and say, you know what? I'm going to keep it at this price. I think this price is good. I'm going to keep it at this price and I'm going to raise it later. Okay. I haven't raised it yet, but I am going to raise it eventually just by $5. You know, um, I'm going to raise it by $5 e eventually, maybe within a month or two. Um, but definitely for Q4, you know, we're going to, you know, you know, raise it by maybe 15, 20 bucks. Uh, the, the bundle option and obviously the individual option too to be able to buy the individual product but to buy the complimentary product you know raise that in addition to yeah anyways um uh, uh q4 is gonna be a different story but before we even get there which we are not there yet um right now i set on a price kept it at that price and now you know now it's been on the market for i don't know uh I think I put it up maybe mid-March or early March. I don't re remember exactly. But April, 
um, which is this month. What is today? Today is April 28th. Uh, April is when I really started, like, you know, it really started taking off in terms of, like, the sales. Um, you know, because it, it takes time. It takes time for people to, you know, put in their cards and buy and all that kind of stuff, right? So, um, so yeah. So, now, um, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making, making a lot of sales. First of all, the, the main product is my number one selling product right now. It 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 over it um it overtook my previous bestseller, right? So I had another bestseller that was doing pretty good, and it still does pretty good. It still it does the kind of the exact same numbers that it um that it's been doing since last year, which is not bad, you know, not bad. Um, I, I make a decent amount of money on that, and uh, and you know, in, in Q four I make even more money on everything. I make even more money in Q four. Anyways. So, anyways, this, this this main product is is my number one bestseller. So I, I sell the main product like crazy, but I haven't really. Uh, now the the thing is, <clears throat> it's been difficult to. I would have to manually uh, count how many bundles I sell versus how many uh, single product sales. Um, you know, or, you know the main product. How many how many bundles versus the the main product only that I sell, like it's not divided up on Etsy. Like the way on Etsy, it's just like, you know, you, you can't really, because it's the same listing, it doesn't really tell me like exactly. Uh, you know what, damn it, I don't have my, wish I had my computer in front of me. But anyways, I'll, 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 I might have been able to do like a quick search and, and it'll tell me like the search results. I can go based on the search results, uh, um, how many I sold in April. I would have to subtract the amount of um, sales outside of April from the, the search results number. But anyways, uh, yeah, but anyways, but I, if I were to eyeball it, if I were to eyeball it, you know, and, and the thing is, it's too early to tell because... Uh, right now it's like, you know, Mother's Day, you know, Mother's Day is coming up and I didn't really think about that. My sales are going, my sales are up, you know, quite a bit, but even before Mother's Day, they started like really increasing, you know, for this, for this bundle. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of early to say what my average is and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, um, you know, but if I were to eyeball it and I, if I were to tell you what I've been seeing on a daily basis, Okay, I sell at least four bundles, at least four bundles, and at least a day. This is a day, at least four bundles on average a day, and at least three singles on average a day. Some is more, some is less, you know. But um, but if I if you do the math on that real quick, um, just real quick, I mean, if you do the math. Oh, wait, I didn't say this. So I, I make I make twenty five dollars in profit on the bundle. So I I don't make okay. Let me let me back up a little bit. I make twenty five dollars a day in profit on the bundle, and on the single product I make twenty dollars. All right. So at first at first glance you may think like oh that's not, you know I add more cost to my bundle, and it only 
increases my profit by five dollars and i thought about that too because i was like yeah that's that's it's outside of my normal margin i would i would i would aim for a higher margin um because the product cost me fourteen dollars right my landing cost is for fourteen dollars per unit um and five dollars is my basically five dollars is my profit um see on a on a usually my products that are like you know fourteen dollars which i don't have actually i don't have any products that are fourteen dollars except that one but i have some products that are like twelve dollars my landing costs right um landing costs twelve dollars or landing costs what let me see what do i have yeah twelve dollars I would still aim for like a uh, $8, $9 profit, you know, um, and I would do that through. And, and, and if I could not get an 8 or $9 profit, it, it, I just wouldn't sell the product or at least I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put a lot of time into trying to sell more of it. I'll just buy um, the whatever quantity I need to buy, whether it's one or two or three. I might sell two or three a month. I mean, I mean, but I, I was still I was still. Um, I would still do that. It's not a, it's not a waste of my time or anything like that. But uh, but I wouldn't sell it for if I if I if I could only sell it for a five dollar profit, I would not be interested in that product, even though that's not a bad return. On a percentage basis, five dollars uh, out of four five dollar profit out of a fourteen dollar landing cost. It's not a bad percentage. It's a really good percentage actually. But because it's five dollars, then I might I might not you know from a dollar value I would not entertain that. But you have to I, I had to switch my mindset a little bit like hey this this isn't exclusive right so no one else is um, no one else is going to be able to you know uh, the the customer would not be able to get this anywhere else right so you have to you have to take that into a an account an account like. Even though the margin isn't that high on a per product basis, because it's an exclusive, you can accept a lower margin, right? Because there's less risk, right? There's less risk. There's less risk. So less risk, lower return. More risk requires higher return. You know. So I mean that 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 that's the that's the thinking that I came from that I was coming in with, um, but. There's, there's so many benefits like there's so many benefits to to um to this situation and i was like okay well it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't cost me more to ship right my shipping stays the same whether i sell the single product or the bundle so there's you know there's no increase in cost there there's not really much increase in time i mean i just put them in the same package and you know it, it doesn't it, it doesn't change my packaging you know it doesn't, it doesn't change that it doesn't change you know it doesn't change anything really it doesn't it doesn't i mean sure it takes up a little space in my garage but it's really nothing i have, I have plenty of space so it's really nothing so it's really nothing to to offer this bundle or to sell this bundle it's not an additional anything really um so yeah i'm good with that i am so good with that i am so good with that um, and then, you know, being able to offer something that no one else can offer, um, there's value to that. 
you know, there, there's some scarcity, scarcity to that. Um, and, and it's increasing my sales, right? It's increasing my sales. Um, this product in particular, you know, I have over, um, I have close to 400 reviews and it's a, it's a damn good seller. And now I have this bundle option. It's uh, even better. So, so yeah, so, <clears throat> so, you know, it's still early to, um, to count the, the average or, um, you know, to come with the average. But like I said, bundle is about, uh, about three or four or four. And then the single is about three. So I make about a hundred dollars in profit on the bundle. And then about hundred, uh, and then about uh, sixty dollars, so one hundred sixty dollars total with the bundle and the single on a daily basis. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it could fluctuate. Some days are like you know two or three bundles and four or five singles. Some days are two and two, but I think on average I sell about four, about three to four bundles, and maybe about in about three to really about three to four bundles and about three to four singles it's 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 sometimes split like that a lot of times it's split like that it's right down the middle um but it's still early to tell but either way it's a winner either way i'm not like you know i know i put the money on my on my personal credit card which i and the thing is like it's, it's when i say personal credit card it's just it, yeah it's, it's a personal credit card but i only use it for business if that makes sense I don't use it for personal. It's just on my personal or my wife's personal credit report. This one in particular. Uh, actually, this one is this uh, this is a joint account. So uh, I think I'm authorized. I'm authorized user on this one. So so yeah. So yeah, I am authorized user on this one. So yeah. So so yeah. It's not a personal account, but I only use it for business. So you know, I write out the interest for business Be because I do that. I can you know. You know, I'm not, you know, not an accountant, not an accountant, check with your accountants, but I write off the interest because I only use it for business. So if you start using it for personal and then you start using it for business as well, there's going to be some issues if you get caught up. If the IRS ever calls and asks you, you can get caught up that way. But I only use it for business. I don't, you know, I don't use it for any other reason. I have other credit cards for that, for other things. But, um, yeah, yeah, so that is, um, one of the things that's going on with me in terms of, uh, business, um, you know, holding down this ex exclusive and, um, and, you know, I hope, and now, now that I'm in the game, now this, this, this is, this is, this is a good way for us little guys, you know, the little guys and gals, right, to, to get in the exclusive game, it's just having that, the thing is, like, you, you and this is all part of the multi-channel, you know, philosophy that I have, it's just about having multiple ways of doing things, multiple ways of selling things, multiple channels on how to sell things, See, I I just I, I have one way of making money with them, basically buying their inventory and selling it, right? Now, um, what I did was I didn't sell on Amazon. 
I sold on other channels, right? So in, I sold on other channels where other, where other people were not even selling the products, right? So that that's part of the multi-channel philosophy. It's just, you know, thinking outside the box, doing things a little bit differently and having multiple ways. Now, within that journey of selling on multiple channels, I I came across another way I can make money with them. This is a, this is another stream of income that's outside of the main income. My main income is just, you know, buying and selling, buying low, selling high, right? But now I have a, a certain way that I can buy, which is, oh, this is the thing that I am only buying and I am only selling. Now I was already doing things, I was already doing business a certain way with, with them, right? But now I have another avenue of doing business with them, you know? So, um, uh, that's, that's part of it. That's, that's part of the multi-channel philosophy. Um, and, and it's another way us little girl, little, 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 uh, gals and, and guys can go get, get around the exclusive thing. If you don't have that big pocketbook, um, another thing I want to, to bring up is another way you can get, get into the game in terms of or getting around the exclusive right if you this is then this is what i did if you uh deal with the company a supplier if if wholesale is your strategy right if wholesale is your strategy you can deal with a supplier that does not have products on amazon does not have products on ebay or anywhere else. Now they may have some of their products there, but not all of their products, right? So you may not be able to get an exclusive with something that, um, with a product that already sells on Amazon or a product that already sells on eBay or, or etc. But if they're a, you know. If they're a strong brand and they have, you know, good quality and their products come up in the searches, um, they may have other products that have not been tested on Amazon yet, that may not have been tested on eBay. And if they're qualified, if it's qualified for Etsy, it may not be on Etsy, right? If it's qualified, if it's Etsy product, right? And that's where you may be able to come in. Now, you're not coming in from a standpoint of, oh, this company doesn't have any products anywhere. So you're not taking that big of a risk, but you may be able to get in front of people if you do something other people are not willing to do, which is maybe uh, get, get one of the, this, this is, a, this is you know, assuming that this is a supplier that has many products. And that's why I, re I recommend dealing with suppliers that have many, many products, not one or two or three or four or five, I mean, possibly hundreds. But taking a product that they don't have on Amazon and putting it on Amazon, if you're, you know, if, if that's something, you know, you want to do or putting it on eBay, which is faster or putting it on Etsy, you know, if they're, if they're okay with that. See, that's one way to get around the exclusive. So you may not have an exclusive on those products, but you may be the only person selling those products on those platforms, at least for a certain amount of time, at least, you know, maybe somebody will copy you down the line, but 
if you can, there may be some ways you can uh, delay other people from copying you, you know, other wholesalers from copying you. There's a way. And not only that, a lot of times these people don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the work to, you know, take their own photography and, and create their own listings and put them on eBay or put them on Etsy if it's allowed on Etsy or put them on a Poshmark or, or wherever else. Okay. So most people would not do that or they, most people will not do that. So even if there are people out there, um, uh, who other wholesalers who buy from that company, that does not mean that they're going to do what you're going to do. And I, I am a testament of that. Like I've sold products that other people um, sell. I, I sold products that other people sell from the same supplier for twice as much. And I may, you know, my second best product, my second best seller with that scenario. It's a product that other people sell. And that's at one point uh, um, was on Amazon for half the price than what I was selling it for. Okay. And I made, I made a lot of money, you know, no problem. You know, sure. I didn't sell 20 a day or 10 a day, but I sold six. You know, make made it made a couple made made a hundred dollars plus plus profit on a daily basis. Okay, all right. So so you just have to get out there. And and in my number one seller, the product that I'm telling you about in this episode, like right. So that that product is a product that's not is one of their products that is not on Amazon. Okay, it's not anywhere. You know, now someone could put it on Amazon. Or, or the company, they can make a listing and put it on Amazon, but they haven't yet. They just haven't, for whatever reason. And um, and then what that does is, if you can do that, right, you take a product that they don't even sell on, you know, a, a, any of their channels or any, you know, Amazon, eBay, whatever, it it, it, it makes you stand out, right? So, because here's, here's the, the supplier's biggest fear, or one of the biggest fears, or, or concern, not biggest fear, but concern. The concern is Amazon, you know, and Amazon sellers. So if you have a product, if they have a product that you've been selling a lot of, and it's not even, and there's not even a list, there's not even a listing on Amazon, that's gonna, that's gonna mean something to them, right? That's gonna mean something to them. And then you can say, hey, can I get that exclusive for this particular product? They're gonna be like, okay, yeah, why not? I mean, we're not selling it anywhere, but you are. So sure, whatever. You know, if it's gonna keep you, if if it's gonna keep you buying more of it, and we don't have to do extra work to try to sell it and try to market it to our current wholesalers, right? The company may say, yeah, sure, go ahead, right? But anyways, um, <clears throat> that's all I can give to you right now. That's it. Let me see. Let me see if I'm forgetting anything before I get out of here. Um, I don't think so. You know, and this is a topic that I can talk about uh, at least for a couple more hours, but I can't. <laughs> uh, three thirty in the morning. Gotta get to bed, man. So, um, yeah, I think I think I. I think I covered everything that I needed to cover or I wanted to cover at least. But if, if, if there is anything else, you know, I'll jump in 
on a different episode and talk more about it. Or if you um, have any questions, any um, comments, anything, um, podcast topics, anything related like that, um, send me an email. That is my line of communication right now is email. Email me at multichannelpodcasts at gmail.com. Multichannelpodcasts. Multichannel is spelled the way multichannel is spelled. Podcasts at gmail.com. So multichannelpodcasts at gmail.com. Hit me up if, uh, if, if there's something that wasn't clear that I said. Sometimes I talk a little fast. Sometimes it may be hard to understand me. I get it. If there's anything I need to elaborate on or you want to know more about, or if there's just any, you know, comments or any feedback or anything like that, hit me up. But in the meantime, I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Peace.